Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, welcome to The Guinea Pig. I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, an oculoplastic surgeon and aesthetic doctor. And I'm Fiona Golfer, a writer and journalist. I'm no stranger to a cosmetic procedure, and I'm willing to try pretty much anything. Which is why I'm here to make sure Fiona and anyone else that's out there considering a treatment to help make a better informed decision safely and to try and collect as much information as they can. Every fortnight, this podcast comes to you from Mariam's Clinic in Chelsea. If you're looking for an honest, no-holes-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then the guinea pig is here to help you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Guinea Pig Podcast. Fee and I are back. I hope you're excited to hear from us. I'm excited to be here with you in the flesh, Fee. I know, isn't it amazing? In the flesh. I know, really. It's been it's been a crazy few months for those of you tuning in. It's post-lockdown, post well, I wish I could say post-COVID, but uh, mid-COVID. And, you know, we are in the midst of starting fall. Fall to English people is autumn. Oh. But, but <laughs> just saying, just saying, Mariam. Sorry. Um, hi, it's so nice to see you in the flesh. I feel like I'm like drinking you in. Because oh, you look so I've gorgeous. I've seen you with screens and sunlight and, and all sorts of weird, distorting things. So it's really nice to be back in a studio and with our producer Amanda it's like having the old gang back and Finally. smiling in that patient way that she does with us <laughs> so here we are you've been in London pretty I've been well in London the whole time pretty much except for the summer except you went on holiday and I've been in Cornwall growing kind of straw out of my ears and actually been having the fabulous uh cornish life i've i follow you fee i know you're not doing uh, it can't be you're not you're definitely not growing hay out of your hair i'm not growing hay out of my hair but actually one of the the, the more interesting beauty realizations that i came to in cornwall two things i've really noticed since i've been back in london which has been for a whole week okay and it's now september and i was in cornwall from early march so I got back to London and I realized that where I put my skin cream on in the morning, in my bedroom, the table where the mirror is, the light comes in on my face. And the table I sit on in Cornwall, the light is behind me. Okay, so it's a whole different me. It is a whole different me. A whole you. different me. That's and it's true. not the kindest of me's in London. It's a much kinder me down really? there. In yeah. Cornwall. So I see my face in a completely different way. Plus, I've got a mirror with a with a B side that's a magnifier in London. I haven't got that really in, in Cornwall. It's a bit, but it's not really. And so the sort of 
the face that confronted me when I got back to London was really not the face I'm used to seeing. <laughs> it was quite interesting. And so that's sort of one thing that I've noticed. It's so dependent what you see and the room that you're in or the mirror that you're looking yes. in or, you know, the mirror we've all been looking in is, is the Zoom mirror, which is a really Terrible. brutal mirror. And we should get onto that and, and all mm. the things that pertain to what's happened to a lot of women I've been speaking to you through lockdown and, and how Zoom has affected the way they feel they look and the results of that on the on the coming out and the kind of, you know, galloping towards it, the first cosmetic surgeon they can get to. And the other thing is that I didn't grow straw out of my ears, but I didn't cut or touch my hair for six six months now. And I literally live in a hairdresser. A hairdressing salon is my happy place. And I haven't been inside a hairdressing salon. Your hair looks salon. great, by and the way. And my hair looks better. I, it's I think weird, it looks amazing. Right? So my hair is its own color for the first time that I can remember since I was about nine. And my mother took me to get my hair dyed. And so I've been living with my real self, which is such an odd concept given the world that we inhabit, Marianne. You know, this kind of world of tweaks and shall yes. we? And oh my God, my roots and... You know, I had very short platinum hair when we went into lockdown with a bit of a root. It was really, really short. And there's a lot of nodding going on in this room. And I've got pretty well nearly shoulder length hair at the back. Yes. And it's my own color. So I've got tiny little you have beautiful hair tips. color. You have like no gray. And I've got, I have got gray in my hair, but my actual base color is a really nice color. And so I think that something I wanted to kind of talk about that I'd found in lockdown is that I found a sort of contentment within myself in terms of a lot of elements about my body that, or, or my looks even probably, that I hadn't really taken, ever taken that pause in all these years to just pause and say, what happens if I just leave myself alone? What happens if I just don't do anything? What happens if I just do face cream in the morning, brush my teeth at night, occasionally remember to put on some moisturizer on the body, which I did more of than I, I usually do because I had the time. And I just left myself alone for six months and it was so liberating i so wish i could say the same that's my philosophy yeah. for lockdown that's what i came out of it i mean having said that i got to london i literally galloped to my <laughs> to marianne i was like give me a new face but take me away from it and i was actually very content. you were fine actually mm. i i'm always content with it being away except truthfully i enjoy all of it so i didn't really think too much about it i missed having like a little bit of highlights like my, my coloring i missed and i don't have that many grays but i felt Maybe because I thought I couldn't do anything you like I really wanted. You got so good wanted. with the old Josh Wood. I, d I did. I used it a couple of times like with the, the little pencil bit because in the front, that's where I get like a few little grays and it bothers me. But that was really the only thing. And I continued, you know, I can do my own nails and uh, my own eyebrows and things like that. I can trim my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't such a bad thing. I, I, the one thing that I wish that I had the foresight to see that we were going to go into lockdown for so long was that I probably would have scheduled myself to have, I don't know, a surgery done beforehand. So what that I would surgery have, um, would you have done? I probably would have done like, I don't really have a bunion, but I probably, I have like, I can tell in my heels, it really bothers me if I wear them too long. So I probably, despite the fact that it doesn't look bad, I can feel it. So I probably would have done that um, because one, I wasn't traveling, I wasn't working, I, you know, I was working out, but I, you know, I could have not worked out, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. So I just, uh, I think that would have been one of the things that I would have done. 
Um, but I didn't mind. I didn't do any, you know, injections or, you know, lasers or, uh, you know, I didn't do any of that. And how during... many of your clients did you find just turned up on the doorstep of your house, stalked <laughs> you back to your home? I had a lot of fun. Here. You know, I had a lot of really nice comments and like, you know, jokingly, yeah, yeah, I'll come over. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't have anything at home. So I try and separate that. But I, I mean, I think if I said yes, people would have. But I um. I actually spent a lot of time with my family, which I really, uh, you know, I know that lockdown was very different for different people. And I was very fortunate. I had a very nice lockdown. We've all had COVID quite early on in, you know, just as lockdown was happening. So I think in that sense, I also had a sense of freedom that at least for some time, I probably was not susceptible to having COVID again. So that gave me a little bit of ease. And also, I, you know, London was gorgeous. It was sunny. I spent a lot of time doing work with my team for my skincare brand. And I really enjoyed not having, you know, I love my friends in the social, but I, I kind of also enjoyed not having to get out of my sweats. I mean, like that was also not something that I'm used to, you know, I'm, I'm used to be doing a million things all the time. And I realized there was so much I actually didn't need to do. And I, what was I doing with all my time? Because, you know, I didn't do them for a few months and nothing fell apart. You know, everything continued on as normal. I was happy to start working again. I love seeing my patients. So that was really exciting. So I'm curious as to what was the most in demand um, procedure that you were asked after? When, after. You know, and I how told, booked I, up I think were I you? told you, I, I kind of think it's like, it's called, I, I kind of named it, you know, lockdown meltdown because I think that a lot of people, just the stress of thinking about COVID, regardless of whether they had any, you know, interaction with it, whether they got sick or somebody they knew, but the stress of actually no kids going to school, grocery stores closed, not closed, but, you know, difficult lines to get into, husbands and wives working from home, everybody being under the same roof all the time, homeschooling, Zooms, anything that needed to be done was a conference call, not even a regular call, but everybody was so obsessed with having conference calls, you know, to have some sort of connection that I think it was also very stressful for many people. And also when you when you work at home you and you have a busy sort of career, then my work, it was very easy. I didn't have work, so I couldn't, I mean, I didn't have patience, so I couldn't work. But if I were doing something else, I probably could have worked a lot more. And so people coming out were really exhausted. They didn't have help that they normally have. So they, they had their kids. Yeah, and they, and and they yeah. had their kids and their husband, more meals, more, more everything, more laundry, more, di- you know, that, all, that I have to thing. say, if one more person said to me, what's for lunch, yeah. I was going to have to <laughs> kill someone. I was like, you get the, you know, yeah. you know, the fucking fridges open it, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, in that sense, like, I think that's where a lot of my patients just, even though I think a lot of them looked amazing, you know, they, they looked a little bit, even maybe more stressed, somehow more relaxed because they weren't doing a thousand things. So I think the lockdown meltdown, it was the, they all felt that they were sagging, that their eyelids were heavy, lines and wrinkles. I mean, everything. So uh, there are many people who came and I saw them just before lockdown. I was like, you know, you don't you don't need anything. You know, there's no reason for you to be here. So but I think they also sometimes when you can't do something, you want it a little bit more. So I think having the reassurance that they were okay and their filler was still there or their eyes are still in the right place. You know, I think there, I did give a lot of reassurance, I think. And then I just think it was nice to be able to chat with everybody and have such fun. 
There seems to have been a big kind of demand for or kind of investment in the idea that because so many people are still working from home, that this is a really good time to invest in having a procedure because, you know, A, you've got a mask on, B, you're working from home, you don't have to go out into public so much. So I've had a lot more of my friends saying, Surgery you know, is I'm thinking, so is, is, are you having a big... Yes. So at the clinic itself, I mean, I'm, I only do eyelid surgery. There's a very big, you know, large demand for that. Um, but for most procedures, as you said, there's a few reasons. One, people are working from home. They're not commuting. They can work at their, uh, you know, they can work as they recuperate. They don't necessarily need to take as much time off. They w- don't have the social aspect. There's no school runs. There's no one they're seeing. Also, a lot of people didn't take the holidays that they normally would. They've so accumulated a little bit of money on the side that they think that, you know, this is the time. And then there's always that underlying threat that things could shut down imminently, which every day is a new day. So you never know. But dance um, like it's your last day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So people have had more time to look at themselves too and see the things that bother them and say you know what I want to do something about it and one of the interesting things that I actually wrote about over during COVID was I got a a call from a friend of mine who's a she's a fashion designer but she's my age which is you know I'm six I'm not 60. Not 60. I'm absolutely not 60. I'm <laughs> 58. Thank you, people. I'm 58. And she's probably maybe a year older or a year younger than me, something like that. But And she works with this very young team, her, her kind of brand team. And so she's been staring at them and herself on Zoom it's for very the last hard. four months. And it's broken her. I mean, she's just really, really hates it. So I was talking to our friend Rajiv Grover and saying because she wanted to meet him, because she wanted to have her face lifted at the end of lockdown. And he said, it's such a sort of distortion. Because it is. The, I'm trying to find the my words here, sorry. The, the lens, the, the, the camera lens, lens is your, not an exactly. accurate, ac- not accurate representation so of what you're nose, seeing. Your neck looks worse, your jaw looks worse, your, your ears actually look smaller because the back of your head is, so it's disproportionate. So before you all go pulling your the first cosmetic surgeon you can get your hands on just remember it's not what you really look like it's not it really isn't by the way i always tell my patients too is that when you're on zoom you're always looking at yourself you're actually never looking at anybody else most people are really very no, critical well, I was of looking themselves. at you yesterday actually because Mariam and I are going on a podcast thrill of thrills we've, we've been invited on to another podcast and we were talking to the producers of that podcast yesterday and I was convinced you had a filter on because you looked so good I was so jealous but you know but that I was that lighting I was sitting no yeah. no I was sitting with the light coming in yeah. to my you know it's all about the lighting lighting is very important I was under a fucking skylight Excuse you look me. gorgeous by the way but you look so gorgeous it's so funny how you see yourself and I'd and never seen that part of your house oh you know it's my kitchen that's my kitchen where we all sit trying not to kill each other (sighs) so what was the first thing that you did I actually didn't do much when I when I came back I've only done I think just a little bit of Botox I haven't done anything else on myself I haven't even done Profila which I love I every day I have one there and I keep saying I have to do it and I haven't had a few minutes. You haven't had the time. You profiled me. That's <laughs> what I came in and had. Actually, do you know, I came away from you because I came in a true Fiona blackout. I was just, I sent Mariam a text saying, can I have a new face, please? Which is probably like every other woman. And I hadn't really thought about it until I got to London. <laughs> I was really calm. I was fine. I and got to London. Out. I thought, oh, I can't do this for about 24 hours. I got on a bus. I went all over London on the bus because I wanted to see what it looked like, my city. Oh. And then I thought, hold on, 
I need something in my face. But um, and it was interesting because I also went to my closet and I put on my clothes. I put on a pair of really nice trousers that I'd worn from Vogue days. I kind of wanted to revisit another me because although I'm very content living in Cornwall and doing things I do, there is, you know, we, we've all got different, different aspects. Yes. And I put that city me away and the city me is much vainer than the country me. But so I put on my old smart clothes and I wore them onto the bus and I went around the West End and I kind of looked and I thought, I love the city. And then I texted you and said, can I have a new face? <laughs> and when I came out of your office, I thought, I've got no idea what she just did. I literally have no idea. I just came you in. Forgot I forgot everything? I just thought, just stick as many of those needles oh in me as you can. Oh, my God. What did so you do? Funny. I did a little bit of Botox. Okay, where? And I did it around your eyes. And I did a little bit around your neck and your chin. Okay. And then I did Profilo. Okay. And then I did a little bit of filler. Where did we fill? We did. Oh, I know where we filled in this tired bit. We did a little bit around there. Well, you see now it's so good and it's so light that when I got home, you my, no my super sleuth of a husband said, your skin's looking nice, <laughs> right? And I thought, A, I've got foundation on which I never wear because you covered it. But it wasn't foundation. It was my tint and protect. It was Thank your you tint and protect. It was fantastic. My skin Thank looks you. so natural and not... How long does it take? I know we must have had this discussion a million times, but I've got a menopausal wet brain. How long does it take for the profilo to start kind of glowing? So in some people, it takes a couple of weeks, but some other people say it's really quite, you know, soon. But it's meant to take a few weeks before you start stimulating collagen production. So I usually say you start to notice it, you know, a few weeks later, three weeks, two, three weeks. What are we going to do this season, Ryan? What are we excited about? So I think we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things. I think part of it, I mean, we have to be with the times and talk about COVID a little bit and how it's impacted our lives and what we can do in terms of health and our mental well-being and other tidbits. Always around health, how to improve your immunity, your diet, your lifestyle. I was stress. thinking we should get somebody on to talk about exactly that how to boost our immune systems and we should get a nutritionist and a vitamins and a, because I was this morning a friend of mine sent me a list of things that I should be taking to keep me COVID immune to boost my immune you know it's September it's when the lurgies start coming out so I think we should invite a great nutritionist sure and and, and to come on and talk about how we can boost our immune systems is that something that would be interested absolutely yeah I think so too I launched a new treatment uh with my colleague Olivier Amar called Uvance he's launched I mean it's his company but I'm doing these procedures too so it's basically where you have a small amount of fat removed well we both did we it we did do we it um we did it right before lockdown actually yeah. and then it is processed in a special way and then re-injected back into oh I did that actually after lockdown. I'm sorry, I forgot. And, where, did you, um, where did you re inject? And then you re inject it back into different parts of your face. So I had it in my forehead. Well, what was that like? So you were so excited about this treatment. I, I am still very excited about this treatment because I just love the idea. There are some places in your body that it's difficult to have filler placed in, and you're not looking for fill, you're looking for improved texture. So after years of having botulinum toxin into my forehead, I feel like the forehead skin is a little bit thin. So I think I've been having it since my daughter was born and she's nine. So it's been nine years I do it. And I'm probably really consistent because I don't like lines on my forehead. So I actually don't know how often I treat myself. But I, you know, like I think every she's time I see... She's another blackout. <laughs> Hello. 
But um, I haven't, I, I, I can't remember, you know, how many times a year. But anyway, I feel like the muscle in my forehead is a little bit thinner. And I just have to take you back. I'm really sorry. I'm going to be the reader or the okay. listener. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You can't remember how often you do it, like roughly. Let's just have a roughly. No, I probably do it like two or three times a year. Okay. I, no, I'm not doing it okay. more than that. I mean, okay. I'm it's seeing still... you kind of s- sort of compulsively sticking in no, no, no. there every two weeks. No, 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 no. I don't do it. I, I really, I mean, like I said, I've been trying to do profilo and I keep forgetting. Yeah. And, or I'm going to the gym, so I can't do it very often because I usually work out in the evening. But I think, you know, just like when you go, I always liken that to if you have your arm and a wrist. I mean, your 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 arm in a sling. <laughs> your arm and yeah, a cast is what okay. I meant to say. A plaster. You've broken it and you put it in a in a plaster and you take it out a few months later. The the arm is smaller than the other arm because you have a little bit of atrophy of the muscle. And I think the same thing happens in the forehead. And uh, perhaps I started too young, or I'm not sure. I'd still rather be how old were mine. you when you started? I think I was like 38, 30, you know, 37, 38. Now I think I'd like to slightly give a better texture like I feel the volume in my forehead is not there so um, there's not too much that you can do in the forehead because it's not forgiving with fillers for instance and so I had a couple mls which is a couple mils of my this processed fat which is super enriched stem cells basically injected back into my forehead to give it a little bit of a rev, you know, essentially. And I do feel that my forehead looks better and I think it looks a little bit thicker. I have thin skin anyway. I'm a thin skin person. No, but I mean, I'm looking at your forehead now and I'm thinking it looks juicy is the word I would oh, use. Oh, well, that's exactly. Is that a good what, word? That's a great word. I love that there word. We Thank are. you so you much. You have a juicy forehead, Mariam. So what did it feel like having it put so in your forehead? I mean, is it painful? The thing is, is that all new things are scary for everybody. It doesn't matter if you know what it entails and what, what it doesn't. Uh, so I was worried because the forehead, obviously thinner skin is a little bit more it can be it can hurt a little bit more and when i do for instance botox in my forehead it hurts than when i do botox in my neck or in my chin or around my eyes or in between my eyebrows so that's your painful so place so that's my painful place so i was a little bit worried about that it's very quick it's like any other injectable so it was a very quick procedure and it had no downtime i didn't have any bruising i i won't lie it was a little uncomfortable um, on the 1 to 10 I mean, I I think I have no pain threshold. So I I would say like, I think everything's painful. Yeah, I think. No, actually, I think. Does he numb it before he puts it in? No, there's no need for numbing. So uh, he could have numbed it, but it doesn't really work because the discomfort that comes from any injection is not so much that initial pick. It's really when you go into the skin um, whichever layer it is. So the anesthetic is only working superficially. So there's no point in doing it 
really, you know, for 10, 15 minutes so that you can just take that initial, that initial pinch doesn't really bother me. Just like Botox needles don't really bother me. It's just anything that has an injectable, like Profilo is really uncomfortable, you know, because it's, it stings when it goes inside. So not because of the product, just because of the way the skin reacts. So I thought it was a little bit uncomfortable, but only lasts about a minute or so. And I had no downtime and I'm really quite happy. I loved the product because it's not it's so smooth and consistent and very faint and fine. And I think that's very helpful. So there's no lumpy, bumpy, there's no lumpy, lumpy, bumpy stuff. yes. And how long does it last? So it should still be working. I did this um, when lockdown ended, so probably in June sometime. And it, it, it works. It continues to work for about six months or so. It's not so much as a volumizer as a promoter of collagen production, but I think also you do get a little bit of volume from it because it is, you know, uh, treated fat fat cells essentially i mean it's quite hard to say that on a but i do often notice with people that their foreheads can look very thin the skin and your skin particularly doesn't thank you okay so my final six million dollar question is what is that i i I know we talked about it before but it's quite an expensive Mm, um, it's very expensive you know it's a procedure so when we had it done i went and i had it done in february I had about 15 mLs, which is basically three tablespoons of my fat removed from my thighs at eight o'clock in the morning. And under local anesthetic, uh, that took, a, you know, 20 minutes. And I went and I had a full day of clinic until 6 p.m. that evening. And the next day I went on half-term holiday skiing. So I didn't find that part very difficult. And then you're kind of done with it and then you have about 10 mls of your product created for you and stored at a special facility and that i had out so of the 15 spun. yes spun it's spun like when you do it's spun and it's treated like yeah it's the, the PRP. prp so it's it is a centrifuge and it, it is treated so that it becomes um more fluid-like as opposed to more gel or clumpy-like and more uniform. So it has a very uniform, consistent um, feel to it. And it's placed into syringes, sterile syringes for injection. And you get out of that 15 ml that I had removed, I had about 10 mLs of um, product that was created. So I have 10. I use six of them. On, in, between on your my, in between my forehead. Yeah, I think we just did. Yeah, in between so my forehead. So it can't do huge it amounts. It can't do huge amounts. So you, okay. But you could do more fat removal at the time of fat removal so that you have more to store. So I still have another four or five left. I can't remember exactly how many. Could you put um, them in, for example, your lips? You can put them in anywhere. You can put them in anywhere. You can put them in anywhere. Oh, I remember. I used it also in my hands. So I had a little bit placed in my hands. And did you see a, um, and my a big hands, difference? I, I also saw a difference. Um, don't look at my hands now because they're quite dry from all of the like washing, washing that I've, I've been doing. Like in washing the last, those dishes. Yeah. Well, I've just been washing my hands <laughs> in between my patients, but um, uh, yes. So I thought that was very helpful. So I used I used one and a half mL, I think, in my in my in forehead, hand. and the rest was in my hands. So I did a lot in my hands too. Um, I could have done my whole face with the amount that I did, and now I still have another set that I could use in my face. I'd probably do it everywhere globally. I would probably do it again in my forehead because I liked it. I'd do it in my eyelids. I'm always worried about my tear troughs oh, and my eyelids. no my lower no, eyelid. No, no, no my okay, lower eyelid. I'm not happy about the eyelids. No. Um, and I would do it again in my hands um, or my chest. You know, that's another place that I, c- I would have done it in. And compared to say a filler, which yes. one could put into 
all of the, the above. What, so how does that compare? They're not the same. So I don't think Uvance is uh, something that you, it's not a replacement for a toxin or filler. So it's basically something that helps, it's super enriched tissues that help you produce more collagen and give you better skin. It does have a little bit of volumizing, but that's not its primary purpose, whereas a filler is generally something that's used to volumize and fill. And so I think it's really um, a different different ball game. It is expensive, you were asking. So for the first five syringes, it's about 7,500 pounds. So, you know, it's not to be considered, uh, you know, it's not inexpensive. In my opinion, it's best to do as much fat at one time as possible so you can store it. And then each time that you get it, you don't actually have to go through the retrieval of fat to have it done. But I do think this is the way forward in terms of skin and rejuvenation and maintaining. And so I think that it's a great procedure, but it is highly expensive. Or maybe over time. Maybe over maybe time it could be. Yes, it could. Have. Actually, I had a very funny exchange with Olivier Ma when I was in lockdown because I wrote a piece for how to spend it about how to get rid of cankles uh. of which I have two and um <laughs> my mother always used to say the only thing wrong with her legs was that she had two of them and, oh. and I've got knee to ankle is pretty well a straight line in what it's not terrible but it's not great and so Olivier was fascinating actually because he does body sculpting yes. with his lipo he was telling me that you can actually that, that, that you can have fat ankles which I mean I know because I've got fat ankles but I didn't know that your ankles kind of um had fat deposits so where other people have got the Achilles tendon to the tendon at the back and it's all sharp and lovely I've got sort of what looks like two little tennis golf balls on either side of that Achilles tendon which you can take out who knew you can shape the calf and you can shape the leg so I was thinking you could take all that out stick it in my face at some point yes but, um, never get what you guys anytime if you ever have lipo definitely make sure store that it. you use it or store it yeah so can you answer me this question that it's my different friend also than fat transfer in general so fat transfer is sometimes done at the same time as liposuction or sometimes when people have facelifts done they have a little bit of fat um, removed and then processed and just put back directly into the face more as a volumizer so they are very different in terms of texture so this is very fluid, um, very light, whereas, you know, traditional fat transfer is not. Okay, got it. Sorry, you were going to ask me something. Now, I was going to ask you something that someone asked me, and I thought, God, if ever the platform to um, get that question answered, this is it. So a friend of mine asked me, she wants to have her bottom lifted, mm. right? So I was kind of, it, it led me to it because what Olivier described as going with the lipo is sort of up and around the back of the bottom, but... And I was also kind of thinking that today on the radio they announced the end of the Kardashians. You know, they're not going to be saw it's that. not going to be on anymore. So maybe people won't want huge bottoms anymore that the Kardashians are off the air. But my girlfriend is just she wants her bottom sort of lifting. How does one do you know about that? I, I mean, mean you can lift you know it in eyes. different area. <laughs> well, you must definitely know about not. Yeah, since yeah. I do the eyes, you know, well, of course, it's a natural. <laughs> this is a show where we talk about these things. I thought, dear reader, there's a different ways to do the bottoms. You can enlarge the bottom with uh, injectables. Like you could do something like Sculptra, which is a biostimulator that stimulates your own body to create new collagen. And that's you used to have. You need to use large quantities, but that's uh, one way is injectable injectables. And then you could have a lift. I mean, those that's very scarring, but you could actually have a lift. Fascinating. I keep imagining kind of like cutting and pulling up your 
thighs like a pair of tights you know like but you know i think that's what demi moore did i remember when she came out for what was it the charlie's angels when she had do you remember when she'd had like all those ribs removed and she looked phenomenal she looked phenomenal they said that she had her whole thigh lifted and actually um you can have your thigh lifted and it goes into where your you know your groin is and your what would be a bikini line so uh, i I don't know. I, I don't. I also, if you got a bum lift, it's got to be painful. Like, how do you sit down for the next couple of weeks after having it? Yeah, very, very carefully. Very, very carefully. God, yeah. the things we do. I know. I'm going to start light before <laughs> I get to the bum. I did think a little bit about the boobs, and I keep coming back to my boobs because I feel that the world should know <laughs> what I think about my boobs. But I do. Somebody, it was quite interesting. A friend of mine's daughter this summer said, um, her mum said to me sweetly, God, my daughter thinks you've got really big boobs. And I thought, oh my God, you know, shoot me now. What am I going to do? Oh my God, my boobs are so big. And then I was talking to said daughter the next day and she, about her body and she doesn't diet and she's not at all fatty. And I really, really like that about her. She's sort of 16 and really was shoving the ice cream in and shoving the sausage rolls in I thought I like this girl and I said are you interested in you know do you think about are you and your friends very interested in kind of body image and she said oh no but we all want to have a big bottom and a small waist because that's yeah that's what she and her friends are looking at and then I thought maybe she thinks my big boobs are a good thing and it's only me who hears it as a bad thing right because I've grown up oh yeah she didn't say anything she She didn't say she just said I had big boobs and maybe she thinks my big boobs are magnificent and I've got such stinking thinking around my boobs because I dream and I've worked in the fashion industry for as many as I have and you know my boobs are a bit let's face it you know kind of gravity not so gravity defying these days but it was a really interesting kind of kick for me that I realized that I don't think what she was saying was a was a insult I think she meant it like wow she's I'm got sure that's boobs. yeah I, and I bet that's why the mother told you yeah she wasn't telling you to flat like a board obviously yeah <laughs> very so <she> irritating <laughs> <laughs> I know I always wished I had that too uh, funny enough this week I was watching on Instagram as one does I was watching another doctor perform a breast surgery and it was a lift without having the lollipop scar I quickly sent a message to a plastic surgeon friend of mine in Washington. And I was like, oh, is this a thing? What, so you can lift your boobs, minimize? Just, just with, just, uh, just going through, yeah. Oh, my, I'm, I'm, in. And, um, I'm in. I'm in. He said it doesn't work as well, and oh. I haven't had a chance to speak to him, but I did try and call him, and I went out Saturday night otherwise, and I missed his call. But I really want to learn more about that because actually no one talks about that, and I wonder why they don't talk about it. Is it because it's not very good? So I think we should look into that kind of reduction as well. I think we well. can never investigate enough when it comes to the boob. <laughs> I mean, at or some anything, point, I might be in my, on my Zimmer frame and have my boob job yet. You never know. So I'm investigating other things. I'm investigating. I'm on a new skincare product, which I'm giving a month's trial to, Amazing. which is called Essie. Okay. And it's probiotic skincare. And I'm going to see what happens with that because I used... Environ all the way through lockdown because I was trying to deal with my rosacea and I've come to the conclusion that nothing really deals with my rosacea other than medication. I mean, my this is true. It's just nothing worked. And the moment I feel anxious or the moment I feel hot or bothered or anything, up pops a huge rash on my forehead or the side of my face. So I'm back on the old rosacea medication, which Sorry is irritating. But 
You know, it was weirdly, I just had enough of waking up and seeing great big red flare-ups on my face. So I'm using SC Probiotic Skin Care. I'm going to see how that goes. I think it's nice to trial. It was interesting. Um, you know, I'm going to give it six weeks because I think that's... I think that's long. the perfect amount of time. Good? I think that's great. And I'm going to find out about vitamins and supplements to keep us well through this next season because I think we all need to take very, very good care of ourselves. We should always take good care of ourselves mentally. I think mentally is one of the big focuses also just because, I mean, as I said, I think I'm very fortunate that I had a good lockdown, but there are a lot of people who haven't Mm. and um, continue to still suffer from it. There are Mm. people who haven't left their homes, even despite lockdown being down. Uh, There are people who are fearful of going back to work, uh, fearful of re-entering society. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, and having work, I mean, there's a lot of things that are out there. So I, I, um, I'd like to have a little bit of focus on that as well. We have some great speakers, I think, coming up. I'm really excited to be starting this again this fall. I think it's important for us, actually, as I sit here, I think it's really important for us to try and give our listeners the really best advice, because I think how we spend our money and what we spend our money on And I know all these things feel like they're frivolous that we do, you know, the kind of self-improvement, if you like. But I think, you know, what makes you feel good sometimes makes you, you know, it makes you go further. But we're not going to talk about, I think we're going to be really try and be aware of what's responsible more than ever. I I think that's so important. Yes. I mean, responsible is one thing, but then also, uh, as you said, just having the advice and yeah, the the right advice. The, the right advice. So um, Amanda's doing her twirly thing with her finger. Right. Could, it's um, so nice to see you. It's so nice. I know. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. We've been told that's all we have got time for today. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks for our first uh, episode with a guest on this season of The Guinea Pig. So thank you. Thanks very much for listening to us. And, and if you've got any questions for us or anything you'd like us to talk about, please email us on the guinea pig pod at gmail.com or on our Insta at the guinea pig podcast and keep in touch. We love hearing from you. Bye. The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of the guinea pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 